0: So what I've been doing is just making this a white screen, like oh, yeah. 24 hours on YouTube, just so I have a light.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, like a backdrop light? Yeah. Nice. Gotcha.
0: This can't, has been like malfunctioning a bit.
1: Oh, I love my good show. Damn, she's on Tubi. That sucks. Who? I just do YouTube? What is Tubi? It's like some streaming some streaming platform. There's too many. I know. There's it's too like many. probably got six subscribers. But Margaret <laughs> Cho is like a fucking legend in comedy. Oh. Have you heard of her? Yeah. I
0: didn't hear what you said. Look at this. This is how much we do it. White screen, one hour. <laughs> <laughs> nice
1: second video on there.
0: If it ends, that's when we know we need to wrap this up. Yeah, that's hilarious.
1: Are we recording right now? Yeah, I just okay. started just for shits. So we can start whenever. How are you doing, man? You look like hell. I told <laughs> you that when yeah. I came in. You look like uh, Michael Cusky <laughs> went on a little train in the 1940s uh, in <sighs> Germany. You know, Austria area took a little train trip that went a little too long. If yeah, you catch the, my beard, the beard <laughs> is
0: uh, It's just laziness right now. Okay. Um I've shaved it once since the incident, we'll call it. Um, <laughs> I went to go get a haircut today. So it's a fresh haircut. So That's nice. It was disgusting before, but I went to – this just freaked me I was like, oh, what are we loading? And I'm the one that purposely put up. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. I have, like, so much screen. brightness coming into my right eye. I think I went on production lights. But I went to go get a haircut, and I was thinking because it was so long. I mean, I look like I took that train ride for sure, and I've been on it for <laughs> a while. Um, I go, hey, just for shits, can we give me, like, one of those trendy mullets? And Dude, let's just man. see what it looks like. And I'm, like, looking at pictures online. I'm like, I could, like, do this. And she right away is like, I don't know if you quite have the hair for a mullet. I'm like, well, I don't want, like, a full-on trailer park mullet. I want, like, a baseball mullet. Like a fashionable
1: mullet. Yeah. Like a fashionable mullet. Like,
0: keep it short in the back, but a little longer. But, like, a little, like, raggedy on top. I mean, i, I This is my first ski trip. I want to look like an absolute just disgusting white trash to the nines. Hell yeah.
1: Well, you got the facial hair for it. Yeah. And so I was
0: like, fuck it. She got so fed up with me being like, can you make it shorter? (laughs) She goes, do you just want your normal haircut? I go, yeah.
1: (laughs) That's so funny because she's probably just like, I can't have this guy leave like this coming to getting his haircut from me because then he's gonna be like oh my gosh where'd you get your haircut oh i got it from Susie at she just Grey clips
0: i go when i get my
1: haircut because i
0: have to go in the morning before work so i go right when the sports clips opens oh, so nice. like it opens at nine i'm in the door at 901 like i'm oh, waiting yeah. in the parking spot my car is running they're like oh fuck
1: that's hilarious yeah and so <laughs> but so do so many people at that one so I don't uh, think she was ready to go. I'm a great clips guy. I go to the. I'm basically. You can check in online. Yeah. So I see what this, like, the shortest wait time is. And then I pick that one. And then I'm like, all right, we're going to Tosa. And (laughs) because most of them are like 30 minutes, you know? Yeah. Well, that's why I go to the one one right when it opens. So I'm like, I can be the first. I'm bad at that. I wait until, like, I can't fucking take it anymore. And then I get a haircut, like, super impulsively all the time. That's basically what I do. I
0: just. My girl was like, why didn't you get a haircut when you saw me the other weekend? I was like, (laughs) wasn't quite there where I was like, I need it. And then I was like, I need it one. Happened, but I right? also wanted to try the
1: mullet. And so what happened? You got AIDS, essentially, yep. is uh, what I heard. I had... Got, and went to the hospital for AIDS. I had an emergency appendectomy on Christmas. Epidectomy?
0: Appendectomy. So I had appendicitis. Yeah. And the reason it was an emergency, technically, is it
1: ruptured. So... What were you doing when it ruptured? It just happens. Like what, what, I know, but like, oh, what were you? What, like, so give me the whole. Scenario. It's like,
0: I'm not sure we really know exactly the details. This is my best guess. Christmas Eve, I went out with my girlfriend, her friends, and one of my friends. The 23rd of December, felt fine. I hosted high note that night. It Was going great. Wake up five o'clock in the morning, Christmas Eve the worst stomach pain of my life. And I've had it once before after like night. cramping
1: or like cramping. St- Okay. And
0: all over. And I've had this pain once before in my life in college after drinking wine where I was like, just keeled over. It was like hard to breathe. I was in so much pain. Like I was laying in the fetal position on my bathroom floor. Damn. And I was like, I don't know if I'm constipated. Am I dehydrated? Do I have a virus? Like what's going on? Yeah. Well, I thought I was constipated or dehydrated because I've had this feeling before. So I went to the bathroom, and Rachel's here at this point. Um, she's here for the holiday, or was here for the holidays. And I'm like, I don't want to wake her up, so I, like, sneak into the bathroom. I shit three times.
1: Oof. Like, how the poops feel?
0: Fine. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'm going to feel better. Didn't I try going back to bed? Didn't feel better. Again, same, like, three times. Until, like, 1030 in the morning, I finally was, like, almost selfishly, I kind of, like, made more noise to wake Rachel up. I was like, like, I don't feel good. And then... I'm laying on the floor. She's making sure I'm all right. I'm like, I think I'm constipated. I shit three times already. And I was like, I'm definitely not constipated, but that's what I was thinking.
1: Yeah. I I mean, you don't think your appendix is bursting.
0: And when you think appendix, you're like, all right, it's localized to just where your appendix is. And it was all over my stomach. And then around, I guess like 1030, I started feeling good. Okay. I was like, Okay. Just thought just, it passed, basically. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Like, the whatever from me shitting finally subsided. Yeah, we've all been there. I yeah. Mean. Turns out they believe once you feel better, that means your appendix ruptures. Oh, that's so terrifying. So, like, it got big, and that's where you're having the prob- like the pain. Yeah. And then when it ruptures, it goes away. That makes sense. But now you have pus in your body, and it's basically just poison. That's terrifying. That's 1030 in the morning, Christmas Eve. I took two ibuprofen. I felt great. Rachel finished baking for our families, and then we packed up all the Christmas presents, went to Consumer Beverage for her dad, and we're walking around. And I don't feel good again. This is, is this like, like noon, or is this one o'clock? This is probably like three p.m.
1: So that's like, five hours with five pus hours. hanging out in your in your bloodstream. We think.
0: We think. Like, uh, I can't say this is when it ruptured.
1: Right. Okay. Like, yeah, but it was ruptured when you got to the hospital. Yes. Okay. So.
0: We do all this. I don't feel good. We go to her parents' house. And I'm I'm sitting there. I'm white as it goes. I'm like, I, I think I'm going to throw up. Shit! And I'm shit. First time I've ever been to her parents' house, too.
1: Oh, no. And so I'm like. You've met her, before, yeah, right. so okay.
0: met her parents before. Yes, I've met her parents before. But I'm like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. I don't want to throw up at her parents' house.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. And
0: finally, she's like, okay, we're going to go. I was like, okay, we got to go to my mom's because you have to open <laughs> presents for my parents. So we drive to my mom's. She opens presents. My mom looks at me like, you don't look good. I'm like, I think I might be constipated. My mom's like, go shit. Go shit? Yeah. And so I sat in the bathroom as my girlfriend's starting to open presents from my mom. Our first Christmas together. And I'm like, this is wrong. And then my mom's like, here's a stool softener in case like this is the problem. (laughs) Good mom
1: move. Good mom move.
0: They were expired, so I couldn't take them.
1: Bad mom move.
0: Thank God. (laughs) So I didn't need them. (laughs) Right. So I then go and I drop Rachel back off at her parents' house because she's going to spend Christmas Eve with her parents. I drive back downtown to Milwaukee by myself. I think maybe if I eat some food. What time is this right now? Dude, it's probably like 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock at night. Fuck. Okay. I think if I eat some food, it's going to help pass. My constipation
1: Right What kind of food Are we talking about I had here? tortilla chips <laughs> I'd, <laughs> I'd laugh like so sim- hard If you're like cheese curds Simple food <laughs> Hey What's up Jacob How's it going Hey We're doing a podcast um. <laughs> Yeah I don't You know weren't you... here So I like your coat dude Thanks. And your shoes
0: Okay goodbye hey. What Like Z6 We're on the appendix story Right now come back here to ibuprofen. I pass out to like 11 and I'm it, it apparently it has ruptured. Maybe I wake up at two o'clock in the morning and I'm basically crying and I'm in so much pain again. I roll around for an hour and a half. And fo- at
1: this point is like camping feeling like somebody stabbing
0: you. It's What's everything. Like I just can't fever? get comfortable. No fever, which is the crazy okay. part. Um, and then I forced myself to throw up three times. Hmm. And so this is when I was like, okay, might be time for the hospital. Dude, is terrible. So I call my girlfriend, doesn't answer. You could run a train through my girlfriend's room, and a hurricane could blow the house over, and she wouldn't wake up. <laughs> call my mom, who, like, always wakes up, doesn't. So I get dressed, and I have a new insurance. I'm, like, fresh off my parents' insurance. I don't know where I can go. I don't have the mindset to look it up. Right. So I grab my insurance card. I change. I drive. I go to my parking structure. I drive 25 minutes, New Berlin. My eyes are half closed. I'm off the road. I'm like, oh, I Jesus. don't feel good. I get to my mom's like bedroom. I turn on the lights. I go, it's time to go to the hospital. And, like I drive further than would it would take you to get to a an actual hospital. hospital yeah, because, <laughs> well, here's the thing. If I go to somewhere out of network, do you know how much that would have cost? Yeah, the, I would have yeah, been yeah, homeless and then would have died by. I would rather die by appendicitis <laughs> yeah, than die yeah, by freezing to death in Wisconsin. Yeah. Homelessness. That's, yeah, that's a good point. And so my mom looks at changes, looks it up. We go to Waukesha Memorial. They admit me right away. I get pain Walk meds. Waukesha Memorial. Yeah, I, I get so. pain meds. Uh, anti-nausea They put an IV in me I go get a CT scan They're like It's definitely appendicitis We don't think it's ruptured And so Then they take me to a room It's like 7.30 7.45 in the morning Christmas, Christmas morning. day now Oh gosh And Then about noon 30 I finally go into surgery And they're like Yeah it ruptured It took them over two hours To clean me out the surgery was supposed to only be an hour so like this if this is a routine one We just remove your appendix and you're good to go. You'll be out of the hospital potentially tonight Um, it ruptured they put me on antibiotics iv. I stayed the night. I left the next day um had christmas at my parents or my mom's and then uh dude, we're opening presents and I can't lift anything, so I. You're at such a high risk of hernias that I'm. I can't lift over ten to fifteen pounds. Oh so, I love how Everybody's like they're just
1: carrying on yeah. with Christmas. I so, mean, you might as well. Well, the, I
0: tried to tell them do Christmas while I was in the hospital. Like, just Facetime me yeah. at opening presents Because my brothers, so They aren't gonna do it. I know, but I tried, and <laughs> we're opening presents the day after Christmas. And of course, like the two, I told my my parents get me. The heaviest gifts. I got a cast iron Dutch oven. Hell yeah. I like cooking. i nice. like, I can't lift this. <laughs> <laughs> Can you help me I bring it to the car? I had my brother open my presents. Oh, no. Like, and I was like, because I can't move it. I, yeah. It hurt to like sit up, everything.
1: And so. Dude, what's that feel like? Feel like that vulnerable? Because you're an athletic, strong guy. Dude, always been capable. Well, I'm and, tr- assuming I this is move. one of
0: I, They didn't want me driving a car until like until you're comfortable like stopping abruptly do not drive your car right i had that surgery sunday thursday because we hired brandon wine as um the other manager at the gym that's right yeah Yeah. so he was training that week oh god and so i drove thursday and to see how he was doing so dumb um got back i was like i definitely not ready to be at work finished the weekend off was feeling pretty good second week healing great go in friday two weeks after the surgery done with my antibiotics i have a show that friday in rockford and like you're healing phenomenally i'm like i feel good but i have like a little head cold i'm like when it rains it pours like nothing's going well did you do the show so i drove to rockford with daryl did the show could barely talk jesus did terribly yeah (laughs) drove back um and that weekend was fine sunday i started feeling a little off and i was like okay and then monday happened monday and tuesday i had steak for dinner which yeah. i didn't know your intestine your appendix is in your intestines so you're when after the surgery they're concerned about your bowel movements every my bowel moves changed to the morning instead of the afternoon so every morning i'd wake up you feel everything going through your body and then oh, you're like fuck. screaming i'm like oh god this hurts dude so i thought I wasn't processing red meat well. So right. I called the doctor. Cause I'm like, I'm not feeling good. It feels like I need to pass gas. You know that feeling like a bubble that goes through?
1: Yeah. And it just doesn't go away. And then away, it doesn't,
0: though. but then you then you pass gas. But it just, it just never up. it just it would go and then I'd be like nothing. I'm like, fuck, am I actually constipated now? And so I called them like just change your diet if you've had red meat, like basic foods. And yeah. my girlfriend's like I forgot the acronym or whatever, like very basic basically Rice and toast and shit like that. Saltine crackers. And then that night, I go to bed and I wake up in what I would consider an Olympic-sized pool of sweat. Oh, God. I've woken up sweating before. I got out of bed and I am dripping. My hair is like stuck up and I go touch my sheets. Soaked. It's almost like I pissed the bed. I then slept on top of my comforter, two blankets on me, soaked my comforter. I was like, well, so I moved over one blanket soaked finally let my body cool down i was like went to sleep and they i was like this is what happened They're like okay blood work ct scan blood work white blood cell through the roof again higher than when i had appendicitis Jesus. ct scan abscess with infected liquid formed two weeks after the surgery which is a common complication of having laparosc- laparoscopic surgery on a ruptured appendix so I had an abscess form and I found out God right sick to see this. I'm two weeks scary. ago. I this know. was two weeks ago. I found out um like two and a half weeks ago or something like that. I found I got the C T scan, drove to work. So I was like I didn't feel terrible. Sure. And I got I clocked in for ten minutes. They called me like you have an abscess, um, infected fluid, you need to go to the hospital and have it drained. And I was, like, doing research before because they're like, this could be a potential risk. And, like, if it's small enough, we'll just do, oh, we'll go to radiology, and they'll have a drain and you're basically good to go. It's big enough, they have to put a drain in you. And this was the start of the worst hospital experience I ever had in my life. Yeah, it did. Because I go on Friday, I'm so mad. Because, like, if we have to put a drain in you, you're basically done. I'm supposed to fly to see my girlfriend Rachel the following week. They're like, I'm like what are the chances of that they go 50 50 they're like eh. they're like eh. i'm like that's usually a no <laughs> and then i was like i'm going on a ski trip what is now tomorrow um when this released today and like that's 50 50 there's a drain in you you're not gonna fly and you're not skiing and as a drain i would have a tube sticking out of me and they're like you're gonna get a drain you're gonna get a drain i'm like stop saying that like maybe it's okay um the guy who did my procedure goes, you're not going to need a drain. This is so small. You caught it so early. I'm going to aspirate it. Suck it out. You're good to go. They gave me enough meds where I felt like I was drunk. I was hanging out with the guys. I think I offered to get a beer with them afterwards. Nice. He showed me the yellow pus afterwards. Ooh. He goes, you should be good to go. You know how unserious? Well, I mean, it was very serious because it was like trying to kill me. Sure. Um, and they didn't know where the bacteria was coming from. When they were like, can we see like where they did everything and your incisions from your surgery? I lifted it up. There was a fucking band-aid. It was just a band-aid <laughs> over the hole. over
1: your wound we're, yeah where
0: my like I have three incision
1: it is amazing how accurate they from are the
0: laparoscopic one but the draining it it was just a band-aid no, they just stuck a needle in me dude, done that's fucking wild absolutely wild well oh,
1: man I'm really I know I told you this off camera but I'm really glad you're okay uh, yeah. I yeah it's terrifying i've never been in a situation like that. you'll know because people say they're scared like what if that happens to me you'll know yeah yeah i mean yeah i'm assuming i remember when i was i was probably yeah it was my high school girlfriend we'd just broken up and um we'd broken up like two weeks before and i was watching the original transformers movie Mm -hmm. uh in theaters with my buddy and i saw that Katie was calling me And I was like Why the fuck is she calling me So I like forwarded her call Yeah then she called again and I'm like What the okay, hell is going on Okay usually someone calls yeah. back Right so away So then uh, So like I, I answer And she's like Hey she's crying Freaking yeah. out And she's like Something's wrong My stomach feels Like same thing yeah. you were saying My stomach's on fire She's just beside herself And she couldn't get a hold of her dad Couldn't get a hold of her Her mom was working Couldn't get a hold of her dad She's like Can you please pick me up So I pick her up I was driving my mom's minivan At the yeah. time And uh so like i go to her house and <laughs> broke up like two weeks ago uh or two weeks prior to that but you know saved and, her life yeah i mean yeah and, and i mean she i dated her for like most high school i loved her yeah. you know and uh so i was like yeah i'll, I'll bring her to the hospital so i bring her to the hospital and then it's just like they find out her appendix burst. it wasn't nearly as intense as you She like uh They snipped it I I don't think it was ruptured right away I forget the details of it But it was her appendix had gotten fucked up And then she needed to get it removed And I basically had to hang out with her And then like once she was on pain medication And they got it removed And then I was just like hanging out with her For like two hours Until her dad got there So then I would like leave But it was so awkward Just hanging out with her Those two hours after like she was fine And in the hospital And And so vulnerable I'm like so... (laughs) How have you been? <laughs> fucking miserable. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was like, I was watching Transformers for this yeah. uh, before this. She's like, was it good? I was like, no, not really. But no, I was, mean, bro. that was like my only experience with the append. But I realized like, because when I picked her up, she was fucked up. Like she was just beside herself. I had to carry her to the car. I was I, I was scared. I couldn't. Um, When we got into the hospital, my
0: mom and I got into the hospital, like I was able to walk and I was fine in that retrospect like i drove to my mom yeah um they the doctors told my dad's like your son's pain tolerance and i don't mean this like usually like my pain tolerance is to the roof like, no dude. it's actually there was like it's just concerning that when we were poking on his stomach like he's like uh that doesn't feel that bad like even poking on my appendix i was like i was like eh, that's it I like interesting and then even when i had the abscess they're poking on me my surgeon was like you're pretty stoic when it comes to like pain i was like i don't feel any of that she goes well, we're lucky we caught it when we did. Like, I'm almost happy I had meat I couldn't digest because yeah. that's that's where, like, came from. And they're like... Then the night sweats happen And they're like Okay yeah We need to we get you to get the checked
1: out That is terrifying I mean even when you were Telling me that Like story I was like Jesus Christ Michael's tough Like when you're just Not throwing in the towel For Christmas You're like We gotta go to mom's house yeah. now Well I was <laughs> like Just
0: do I was like Everyone leave me Go open presents FaceTime me And my mom's like No I go, why <laughs> I don't just it doesn't see process. Saying
1: that to my mom She's like Are you fucking stupid <laughs>
0: It doesn't process That like That's my mom I'm her son It's like I'm gonna watch over my baby Yeah Yeah yeah, and I'm like, right. Go do Christmas,
1: Christmas can wait. Christmas can wait. Yeah. Well, That's dude, I'm glad you're, you're okay. That's the first time in the man. hospital That's on
0: Christmas. The, say that again. That's the second time I've been in the hospital what on was Christmas. the first time? I had an allergic reaction.
1: Oh, okay. They cool. gave me a cocktail of drugs. I was so sleepy that day. Yeah, I bet, man. I remember I was in a military school, found out I was allergic to cantaloupe. Uh, the hard way really? I had can- And it was like Dude it was super delayed Cause I remember eating it When I was a kid But then it like Developed when I was a teenager So I went I went to this military school When I was a kid And like we're all in bunks Like it's overnight And I really mm-hmm. stay there For a while And uh So I ate a bunch of cantaloupe And then my face Swole Swelled up Like it looked like I was like uh, uh Will Smith and Hitch You remember that scene? Yeah. And so I like wake up Like the next day And um my team leader who's like the adult, like the drill sergeant of the of the military school, he like took me aside, he's like, Hey Ray right Pierre and I was like, What's up? And he's like, You wanna tell me something? I'm like what Like I thought He thought I got jumped or got mm-hmm. my ass kicked And he's like You need to tell me something I was like no he's Wait like, where was this Like just a camp No it was at the Challenge Academy It was a military school okay. So basically I went to I think I to, might have said it On the last podcast But I went Or not the last one But one of our earlier ones I went to Juvie For like nine and a half months You did uh, not ever mention Oh no? That. no Oh okay well, Maybe it was on, on another podcast You just podcast. glossed over You went to basically <laughs> My bad Yeah okay So like when jail. I was a kid I uh, got in a little bit of trouble um, and I got in a fight with this kid. Um, I got in a fight with this kid at the skate park uh, just over some bullshit, you know, and we I hit him and he fell onto a quarter ramp and then like cracked his head was like in a coma. It was a, it was terrifying and it was a complete accident. And uh, but he was, you know, they didn't know if he was going to live or die. So I had to Did go he live? Juvie. Yeah. Obviously yeah. you're here. Yeah. If he, he died. He yeah, yeah. charged yeah. with murder. He, <laughs> he lived. Yeah. He does. Um, so he, uh, you know, it was a free accident, but I ended up going to juvie, ended up, uh, being there for like nine and a half months ish. And then I had to drop out of high school cause I was, uh, so far behind It was my junior is that year. Why you're so stupid. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, I mean, Hey, yeah, no, it is man. Um, but so I had to drop out of high school cause I had missed so much school, uh, my junior year. Um, and then I basically, I got out of Lincoln Hills and then, um, I was on supervision Which is like Probation for kids yeah. Uh And my social worker Kind of knew I was like a good kid I just like fucked up You know But yeah. I, I wasn't like I never really was in trouble before Or First after First time that.
0: offense Just happened to be yeah, Pretty it, unfortunate
1: Yeah it was bad And um and so then I, uh, she offered me, there's this place called the Challenge Academy in, in Fort McCoy, which is uh, on a mil- it's a military base uh, in like right by La Crosse area. And they have a, a high school there for troubled youth, at-risk youth. And it's definitely like intense. Yeah. Uh, but um, so you go live on the military base, so you get your high school equivalency diploma. Um, and it is like a military, you know, they wake you up five in the morning, you do PT, you do, uh, you know, breakfast, you go to school, then you do more PT. And like build bridges get like fun skills all mm-hmm. that stuff And so I ended up going to the Challenge Academy and I forget why oh yeah that, and then I got the allergy reaction That's yeah. how this whole thing got brought up But yeah I uh, so then I went to the military school ended up getting my high school equivalency diploma And then basically she had told me she's like look Avery you can try to graduate high school Um, but if you keep getting in trouble you're gonna have to go back to Lincoln Hills and you're gonna be 18 soon And once you're 18 you get put on probation Um, But if you go to this military school and you graduate... Uh, you'll be off supervision before you're 18, and then nothing's gonna be on your adult record. That's and I was like, nice. yeah. It's so she she clean. hooked me up. She yeah. she saved my life in many ways. And like Melissa Clark, I you know she was an awesome social worker. I was I was definitely a troubled kid, but I wasn't a bad kid. But it's just, also like you know, good on you to recognize like
0: yeah, yeah like oh screw sure. you I'll be fine.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm sure she offered it to other kids that were like I get bent, you know. But like you know she I I knew. Cause like my, you know I lived in fucking Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Yeah. I, there's no future there. I needed to do something, and I wasn't. If I wasn't able to graduate high school and I'm stuck in Rhinelander, that's not a good. That's not that's a good fair. future, you know. Yeah. And I, uh, yeah. So, anyways, I went to the military school. Then I, after that, um, I needed. I felt like I needed structure. Uh, so then I joined the army. After that, when I was in the army for four years, dude.
0: What the, We've done how do you, how you not? I could
1: have sworn we had this conversation bro. Never no, I know yeah. you were in the army yeah I was in the army for four years I was a combat engineer and then I uh, got out when I was 22 and that's when I met my son's mom and then the rest is history <laughs> and then i that's when I started personal training as well right out of the army
0: dude I thought it, you just you graduated high school you went to college you liked fighting you took up a- Jujitsu and the MMA stuff, and then your personal trainer and
1: you yeah, got- I uh, so I started training MMA in the army, uh, and I just really liked it, it as part of like the combatives program, and I wrestled in high school and everything. Uh, so I like I just loved. Were you it. stationed anywhere? Uh, Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. I never deployed or anything like that, but yeah, I was in Fort Leonard Wood for a good three years, and then the other year I was just basically kind of going around hanging out. <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, I thought, like, oh, we're going to talk about the appendix. I didn't know you oh, joined the fuck Yeah, dude, no,
1: I'm sorry. I could have sworn you and I had this conversation. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a different life ago because, I mean, I literally got out of the army 10 years ago. It'll be 10 years this summer. So well, thank it, you for your service. Yeah, uh, You're welcome. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I didn't do shit. I really didn't do because, like, basically the unit that I was supposed to Uh, be attached to when I got out of basic training or AIT. I'm sorry, uh, like the advanced individual training, like for your job. So every soldier does basic training. And then depending on your job, you have different like secondary schools, you know. So when I got done with my engineering school, the unit that I got attached to was already deployed. So then I got what's called uh, not stop loss. Yeah, stop loss. And where I got sent to another unit, which was like a bridge building. Uh, engineering unit like combat engineers tend to blow uh, roads up or blow bridges apart Mm -hmm. where like uh, bridge builder uh, engineers they build the bridges where you can get over certain places you know so I was attached to them uh, for a good year um, while my unit was deployed and then they got back, so then they weren't deployed for another 17 months. So I basically lucked out just yeah. on timing. Where like really were they ba- deployed to? Uh, they were in Afghanistan. And, like, yeah, so I, I like, lucked out completely. And, <laughs> and uh, then basically – and then at the end of the four years, I was just like, meh. All right, well, I, uh, I, I kind of thought about doing a career, but then also at that point – In my life, I was just like, okay, I feel like I have the discipline and the wherewithal to, like, be on my own without being a fucking psycho, you know? And uh, But, yeah, so then at 22, then I uh, moved in with my brother. So then that summer, I got out of the Army. I moved back to Rhinelander and lived with my stepdad. And um, when I lived with my stepdad, I got a job as a janitor at a hospital at a surgery wing in nighttime. Okay, I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the whole thing. Uh, So I get a, um, (coughs) excuse me, I get a job as a housekeeper uh, in a surgery wing at the hospital, basically just cleaning and sterilizing all the equipment at night. And it was a good job, but I mean, it's in Rhinelander. And my brother was finishing up school in Oshkosh. And so then he's just like, hey man, you out of the army come live with me i'm finishing up my senior year we'll have some fun you can get a job doing whatever and i was already like training my buddies uh just like at home you know just like for free and everything and uh so then i was like yeah i'll get a job at any time so i applied at the anytime fitness in oshkosh and then um that was my first like paid training job and then i did that for like two years and then i ended up uh was it so then my son's mom was pregnant and then um we were like trying to date at this point in time but then we broke up at some point during her pregnancy because we were just like this isn't gonna this is not for the this isn't a healthy relationship yeah. you know we can co-parent and all that stuff but the this part needs to stop and um so then she shortly after moved to move back with her parents after my son was born. And then I basically, for that year, she was very mad at me because I split things off with her mm-hmm. and she, you know, it, while like, she was pregnant. Well, yeah, it was not great, but like I had, <laughs> I fucking you, knew. Yeah. And now I'm fucking, I, I was right. And she'll never, she'll never admit it to me, but yeah. I know she knows that. You like knew it was better. For she, she's I mean, she's married now. She's yeah. happy. She, all the personal stuff with me and her, all the like, anger yeah. all he's my son has never seen he's never seen that he's never seen her her mom and or his mom and i bicker argue it has been so like all the tension got squashed when he was a baby yeah. and uh all his memories are are like co like i yeah. knew if i because i could have made the relationship work until i pulled my hair out when he was like five years old yeah if i do that and then he's five years old then he goes from that's uh, damaging for the that's kid. damaging because it's like two different worlds and then she's gonna have uh you know when she's mad at me he's gonna be uh he's gonna hear about it what from her venting to her friends her family anything like that mm-hmm. but all the tension is gonna be up in the air whereas now it's long gone and like i knew this at, when i was a young when i was a young he's a happy kid. yeah and he's and now and she's re- you know she's married she's her and I, you know, we chit chat almost every day about Ollie, and like, there's no, all that bad stuff is done. But so, anyway, so she moved when he was, uh, newborn baby out and then we kind of had like a nasty custody battle i don't need to get into that on air um but uh so that took like about a year and a half where i basically had to work like three jobs just pay off a bunch of lawyer fees and everything so i stayed in oshkosh at that time i was doing delivering beer i was training people and i worked at a valvoline all at the same time (laughs) okay and i was training uh, and I was fighting at the time. Um, so it was just, yeah, I was, I was, fucking killing myself, but, but we ended up, uh, getting custody. And then once I got custody, then I, um, my girlfriend at the time, uh, her and I moved, um, from Oshkosh. She had graduated from Oshkosh. And then once I got custody, we, uh, moved to Milwaukee and then, um, her, and I did, and then I got a job as a trainer in Franklin, and been training ever since. At Innovative, right? Yeah, at Innovative. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a Franklin yeah, so kid. I was wondering if you ever like
0: we were talking about that if we ever crossed paths. what you were there. But uh, what years were you there?
1: 2016 to 18.
0: Yeah, no. That I had just graduated high school. I was, I was in, I was. Oh yeah, I was in
1: college. I was oh, a yeah. sophomore to senior. I love that gym dude. I see, I go there like probably once a month still just to go work out and everything.
0: I liked it too. Some people are like screw it. I remember working out there at the time and it was $20 a month. And everyone's like dude that's so expensive. Why are you paying that? Like why would you? don't you just work out at the high school or go to like a Planet Fitness or anything. I'm the like 20 bucks a 20 month. 20 bucks a for month. Gym? Do you know how cheap that is? It has a pool. Yeah. It's got shower like it's got steam full room. steam steamer, everything. And now like the two any times I'm helping manage, it's damn near fifty a month. I was gonna say, and my you're gym, locked 60 a, a and month. you're locked in a contract for yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, like, mine, yeah,
1: but I know, but like twenty bucks a month, I think, and I'm pretty sure, innovative is still twenty five bucks. Do you know how
0: much, how many more members both of our gyms would have if it was twenty or twenty five dollars a month?
1: Yeah, but like you don't want that. No, you don't want that. I I want like for our gym, we want. Not it's super expensive, but we want it like enough, like where it's like, this has to be a priority of yours. We don't want like a lot. People fucking around. Yeah. We don't want a lot of traffic. You don't don't want want the Planet
0: Fitness people where it's like, oh, it's $10. I have a gym membership. I could go whenever I want. I'm going to bring 19 friends in and then set up a tripod and fuck around and do parkour. No, we actually
1: had an issue with people sneaking people into our gym and then we kind of had to like oh, be a little tighter with security. It I have whole, it all the time. Huh? I have it all the time. Do you, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sure you do. 24-7. Dude, and what do you guys do? What's your guys' protocol to deal with like that stuff? Because we don't... Um, we're like in a position where... You know, anytime as a franchise, I'm sure yeah. you guys can just be like, hey, member abusing this. Fuck you. Not fuck. I mean, you're not going to say yeah. that. But like you're like, we don't want to like we're scared to like lose memberships, you know, at some time. So like we're just sometimes we're just like, hey, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, then I feel like that's not assertive enough. It's really tough
0: because. I think it's easier for you because you guys don't have as many people. It's not a franchise, so you can look at the cameras for a whole night and it'll take you maybe an hour i'm not gonna sit and watch footage of everyone clocking in and out of that gym right. from 6 7 p.m to 8 9 a.m when i'm not there and so, so there's only so much i can control now if you're unlucky enough the days i'm looking at the cameras like because every once in a while i just i check we have what's called a gate so when you walk through our front door there's a timer and a motion sensor so it lets me know if you either take too long for the motion to pass through or more than one people come in person comes in so if two people come in but only one key fob was scanned it literally says welcome visitor oh interesting wow now if i scanned in and i take my sweet time to get from the main door into the building it'll still say welcome visitor because it thinks more than one person are coming so every time the gate triggers i get an alarm or like it'll note so i could look at the gate but that happens all the time because people will like open the door and then look back and then it's like oh welcome visitor or or they open the door and then they're putting their keys away and stuff like that so in terms of what we do if you're unlucky enough that i catch you during those hours you're going to get a warning at first if it's one person, if I see you and you're bringing like nine people in good fucking luck, like, especially this past month with, I, Oh, New York or New Year's
1: resolutioners too.
0: Well, no, this past month with me, not feeling. right. Yeah. I remember texting or being on FaceTime with Rachel and I go on like a Sunday night and I'm going back to work and I go, I pray for the first person that asked me a dumb fucking question because it's, you're, it's just gonna be like, you know what? Goodbye. You no longer have a membership here. And it was just like, why is there no toilet paper in the bathroom? Like get the fuck out of here. Because you're a piece of shit. Exactly. Just... So, I Use mean, we shout, have a Greg. thing. I asked about it this week, actually. I was like, cause the old owners had, you could find them. So if you have their cards on file, which I'm assuming you do yeah. for a lot of them, you can just find them. You can institute a policy that basically says, "Hey, if caught bringing in more than one per, like more people than your membership states, you're fined X amount of dollars per person, oh, and then you get three strikes, and then you're out. out of here." So, Ooh, like that's you, can, a good idea. you can make the fine so significant that after three strikes, if they do commit it, it pays for like a year membership <laughs> right. but basically it does. Cause for a while, ours was, if you bring someone else in without permission and they don't sign it, one, it's a liability risk for you. They get right. hurt there. You're fucked. So it was like, you bring someone in, it's a hundred dollars a person. And I had a guy bring four people in, in front of me once. And it was just like, well, I can't do that. I go, no, there's a reason it's locked. That's <laughs> why. Right. That's why you had and to you sign need to up sign for a up, membership. Like, I would rather if you ask me, like, hey, can I have my guest today? And you're nice about it. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, don't pay the, the day pass. I hope my boss doesn't hear that. But I'm like, <laughs> but also, like, nine times out of ten, those people are like, oh, I think I might sign up here. Right. And so right. it's like a trial run. But just being sneaky about but it. Being it
1: sneaky right, but being sneaky about it. Trying anybody. to sneak
0: in. I'm not, dude, I'm literally at the front door. And you bring four people in, and you just keep your heads <laughs> down. I'm like... Hey, I know, I know the you. members. I, I know yeah. everyone here. I'm just here <laughs> nine to ten hours a day. I know. Like I know. Who it is goes kind here. of insane
1: when people yeah. try to do that. It's like you know, I like essentially. I'm here more than I'm at my house. Yeah, you know. The that, right?
0: only <laughs> tough part is is when like an anytime membership. If I have a, if I'm a member at this one, I can use all of them. So That's there are true. people that walk in. I'm like, are you a member? They're like, yeah. I go where? Like fucking. Ozaki or I've had someone be like, "Oh, sorry, I'm Kansas. here from Alabama." I'm like, "Yeah, that's why I don't fucking know you." Right,
1: um, right. But usually, like the members, the people who come in, like they'll be like, "Hey, I'm here." I'm. They'll make yeah. it like where they're not trying they'll to be just invisible. Be like yeah,
0: it's yeah. one of those. But yeah, charge start finding them like a hundred bucks if they bring in an extra person. Good idea. And then, let's say it happens three times over the course of two months, you get what they're hundred twenty bucks in monthly dues. Plus three hundred dollars, that's I mean, that's half a year for you already, and you get rid of them then and yeah. you have half a year payment as so, a cushion.
1: Not to change the subject, but I yeah. ju- it just entered my mind. How are you feeling right now? Great. Like appendix wise, Great. like like back to normal or like are you on any lifting restrictions? What's like Yes
0: and no. Um first two weeks, 10, 15 pounds. Okay. After my checkup before the abscess, they upped it to twenty five. And this is, and I'll get to it. Sorry, but this was funny during the ten to fifteen pound restriction. So this table we're at, it oh, it so moves. Yeah. When I had it, and he noticed it when he left one day, <clears throat> that it was like all the way over. And so I put my feet on it once, and it just fell. And this is a heavy table. Yeah. And, then and then so I there. and Jake wasn't home, my roommate. And I go, hey, Well, it's just gonna stay here now. <laughs> oh, no. And then I. We start cooking, or I wouldn't cook, or I'd throw something away because I was eating like frozen food. Yeah, so I, I didn't. can No motivation. For sure. Yeah, and I'm like, I can't even take my own trash out. Oh, it was man. like you feel like a useless human being. I didn't feel good. I couldn't do stand up, dude. I didn't have a personality for a month. Yeah. And so the last two weeks, I finally felt good, and I. You've lot- been
1: back out doing comedy at all since? Yeah,
0: that? last week I did like four in a show. Oh, good. So, okay, cool. Um, it felt so good to be back, and I owe a lot of that to rachel because when i went to visit her and i got the clear to fly she's like we're going on walks and i would be like in pain she like basically was like shut the fuck up right right like, we're doing it we're michael do, like, yeah shut up and i was like it hurts just like eh, does it that bad i'm like you know what fuck it fine um can't be a pussy for her no um, it's good but it yeah, was good because good. then at the end of that weekend i was like i don't have that pain anymore when i'm walking it was almost like breaking up scar tissue and then i had my checkup When I had the checkup before I went, I go, what is, um, what's my physical activity, like restrictions and like, you're fine. You're basically healed up at the end of six weeks. They said it's the max, which would be the end of this week. Um, if it hurts, stop. Sure. So basically, and so I'm very worried about hernias, which that's the first two weeks it's gone, but I'm still like hesitant of going too heavy. So I'm at last week. I did like three workouts, at about fifty to sixty-five percent of my what I was doing. But I also haven't lifted in four weeks, so I can't do a lot of it. I lost twelve pounds.
1: Yeah, I know. Like, you look smaller, I'm man. Very, I mean, like, I'm, I'm glad skinny. you're okay. But yeah, yeah, noticeably. I lighter. put a few
0: pounds back on already, which is nice. And then this week, I've worked out. I worked out today and yesterday, but I'm like at about seventy-five percent, eighty percent now. But I'm very conscious about like any pain I have. I'm doing very like all body weight core stuff. But I mean in terms of like I thought the abscess would set me back. Sure. But it I, when they put the band aid on, I was like, Okay, they probably didn't set Good me back. It was just Band-Aid. the surgery where you're like you have no core.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, like, I've had... I mean, I don't know if the abscess is the same, but, like, I've had my ears drained a million times, yeah. you know? And, like, uh, every time you do it, it just feels better afterwards. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, good. It's yeah, hard. I just... Get the pus out of there. I didn't really
0: have... Once I was in... They drained it. I was, like, fine. Dude, that was the worst hospital experience of my life. Dude,
1: yeah. I mean, dude, terrifying me when you said it. No, dude, not the...
0: Not the... The appendectomy itself was a breeze. They... IV meds, they're like whatever you need, we got you. Like, was it because like, it
1: was Christmas morning? You think, and it was just like
0: maybe, but it was. I was also in the ER, so yeah, this should be ready. There's a to difference rock. between the ER and just like a normal floor, which I've learned and uh, the hard way. <laughs> and
1: I've never had every, to go to the ER, man.
0: Everyone who's heard this story a million times already, like Brandon's heard it so many times with working with me now. Oh, sure, I'm asking and never I've since told that. it so many times.
1: But what's it like working with Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's killing it. I he's bet. Yeah, no.
0: He's the leader of the Wisconsin market for Anytime Fitnesses. Wow. Yeah. Dude, he also good. has like the biggest one in Wisconsin. So, it you know, <laughs> but he's killing Dude. it. Oh, he's awesome. had a shit show of like, it's a dumpster fire there. <laughs> but okay. So this hospital stay, I go in, I get it. I go in and I on the main floor they like go over all my stuff like this is what's gonna happen they send me up to a room I'm like do you want a wheelchair i'm like i can fucking walk i'm so mad at this point i have like three nursing students in my room and then the actual surgeon i'm like like are you okay if they're in here i'm like do i have a say <laughs> and i'm just i'm not nice and i'm like i want to be out of here you're telling me i'm gonna have a drain for like two weeks i don't this I'm not going to be happy. I go to my room like okay, we have to put an IV in you for fluids because you can't eat or drink for a while, so we need to keep you hydrated, and then you're going to have IV antibiotics. And I was at eventually in that hospital Friday morning till Sunday night um, on IV antibiotics. So they go to put the IV in me, and this lady, older lady, she's like. When you have an IV, let's just start there. Where would you think they put it right away?
1: Like veins on your arm. Yeah.
0: Okay. So she's like looking over here, and she goes, "I got one, I think." And I'm like, "That's my bone."
1: Dude, you're veiny as hell. I'm so veiny. Yeah.
0: Well, so then she tries putting one in. She finds one like on this side, and misses. And I'm like,
1: "You're in the wrong line of work, lady."
0: I'm like, "Okay." I kind of. I have no. I had no problem with needles going into this yeah and i'm like that initial poke like, ah, and then once it's in you don't even notice it so she goes and she's like i got someone else they're gonna put it in they're a little better at this i'm like both my mom and i look at each other like thank god she, we don't think she knew what she was doing and so this new lady comes in doesn't say a word to me like nothing and she goes to my other arm and she goes
1: right here and Wait, she did. I could see her veins like from here. Yeah. I don't understand. So She
0: goes right here and she goes in and she's just like she goes in and it's like she started mixing pancakes together. Oh, and God. I was like, what What are you doing? Like she missed and was just like fishing for it.
1: At least at that point, you're not thinking about your stomach. Well,
0: my stomach didn't hurt. The abscess. <laughs> oh, was, oh so yeah. That that's for the abscess. abscess. Yeah. My bad. My bad. I'm thinking and this so is I'm in the like, yard. <laughs> Fuck. I'm like, and now I'm like, oh, and I'm making noises. and I was like. Jesus Christ, pulls it out, and she goes up here. What the fuck? Yeah. So the reason the nurses didn't want to put it here is because, like, you can't bend your elbows and, like, stuff like that. I'm like, okay. at this point, all right, you're 0 for 2. So she goes here, starts digging around again, and you bleed a little bit when, you, when they pulled the mm-hmm. needle out of you. I shot blood out all over my sheets. And they never changed my sheets that night. Cool. So I slept in the bloody sheets. Sweet. Yeah, make
1: yourself comfy, Michael. And
0: I shot blood out. And at this point, I'm like, I'm like, get it out. And I was like, I'm feeling really lightheaded. I'm super warm, and I'm nauseous. God. And I was getting dizzy. I'm like, God. I've never almost passed out in my life. And I go, I think I'm going to pass out. She doesn't say a word. And I go, can I throw up? Because I know I can't have liquid in my body in case I, like, aspirate or something like that during surgery. Oh, yeah. And I think aspirate's the right word. I don't know, but,
1: Asperger's. Yeah, so I have it, um, and,
0: and so I'm like, "Can I throw up?" And she doesn't say anything. And my mom was like, "Can you stop? I, this is hard to watch doing to my son because the needle's still in me at this point." Um,
1: yeah, I bet she. Your mom is just freaking out. And dude. so we're like, "What's going on?" I'm like,
0: "I, I, can I throw up?" She goes, "Well, it wouldn't be a great thing."
1: Okay.
0: I'm like okay, cause I like I'll hold it then. Like I could hold it down, but like but I might pass out, and so I'm like I need to like I need to go to the bathroom. Can I throw up? Yeah. And she and, I'm, and I finally I yelled. At. I'm like, if I throw up, would it delay my procedure? She goes, no, it's just never great to throw up. I'm like, then fuck you. Yeah. And I get up after I said I was gonna pass out, and after talking to my girlfriend who's a nurse, she's like, she shouldn't let you walk by yourself if you're like I'm gonna pass out. And so I walk by myself to the bathroom, close the door behind me, ass out in my gown, and I'm sitting on the floor. I'm hugging the toilet because it's fucking cold. And I'm like, I'm trying not to pass out. I almost throw up. And I finally get, like, enough strength, and I get up. And this is weird. I'm like, I have no problem with needles. But like, she was digging around so much that I was like.
1: Yeah, they, 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 just because you don't have a problem with needles doesn't mean you enjoy being stabbed.
0: I was a pincushion. And yeah. so. I come out Ugh. of the bathroom and she's just standing there and she's like, well, we still need to get the needle. in you I'm like, you need to get out of my room yeah, you and I forced me her to leave my room. And she left all her stuff in my room, like syringes needle, all that. I'm like, if I was a junkie, yeah, we...
1: dude, you just hit the jackpot. I was like, this isn't good. And so
0: I finally like my, I'm leaning over the edge of my bed. My mom's fanning me with stuff. She's probably freaking white as a out. ghost. I get in my bed. I'm like, I'm like, like, we can't. Like, what's going on? Like, the ER people had it in a second. They come back up. Like, we have an ER nurse coming to put one in. And I, I, this guy, I think his name is Ben Matter Josh, but I, I looked at him and I'm like, Hey,
1: Ben Matter Josh, get I, it yeah, together. I
0: was like, Listen, um, is there a reason they send you? He goes, We do this all day, every day. This is going to take two. He goes. He looks at me and goes, You have amazing veins. Let's take it. he goes, I see one right there. We're gonna put it in there. I go, Okay, I've heard that already today. Um, if you do not get it in the first try, I will throw you out this window. <laughs> and <laughs> he's like, Understood. Two seconds. poop boom, boom in and he like flushed it and he's like, You're good to go. He goes, you're not going to want to bend your – I'm like, can I bend my elbow? He goes, yeah, it'll be a little uncomfortable because there's some plastic in there, but you'll be okay. I'm like, okay. I'm like, great, we're done. I go to my surgery or my procedure, come back, and I spend a night in the hospital. And then they're like, all right, you're staying another night. I'm like, why? Like, why do I have to be here another night? So I'm going to bed that night. And Why by did the way, they say no, you had to one, no one's really monitoring me.
1: Why did they say you had to stay next to you? I had to
0: be on IV antibiotics until they got cultures back from the abscess because they don't know if it was bacteria from my initial surgery oh. that just fought off the original antibiotics or if I had a leak in a bowel or something. Right, but They okay. needed to figure out what antibiotics would kill it. Gotcha. And so I understand that now. But I go, and, like, no one's monitoring me this whole trip. Like, I asked to take a shower once. They unplugged me and then didn't come back for two hours. Nice. And I
1: was like. <laughs> what hospital? Waukesha Memorial?
0: Sure. We'll say that. Oh, is that, I <laughs> forgot which one. Okay. it is. Because yeah, okay.
1: no, uh, the first <laughs> I surgery mean, that's the, was indeed. great.
0: Then I'm looking at my elbow. because I asked one of, like, the nice nurses I had. I go, it's starting to hurt a little more. Like, it just, like, it kind of burns, and I'm not bending up. And she's like, well is it swelling up i go no he goes well if it swells up let me know it means it's like infiltrated or compromised um i'm like is that bad he goes no it just means it's no longer going in your vein everything's just going into your body which isn't bad like you'll be fine like you're totally fine your body will absorb it but like we'll just need to put a new iv line in you i'm like okay and so all of a sudden i like look down before i go to sleep and i my arm's the size of a baseball (laughs) like right here i'm like cool. So I stand up, I unplug my machine. I take it out to the hallway. No one's at the nursing station. I'm like, cool. I go, I find someone just like in a cubby. I go, excuse me, miss. Um, Is my, would you think this is swollen? And uh, if it is, should it be? She goes, it is. And no, it shouldn't be. Oh God. I'm going to find you a nurse. So I go back to my room and super nice ladies. I got, and first lady comes in, she goes, we have to put a new IV in you. I'm like, Fuck me. <laughs> and so she comes over here, this nice, like, main vein, and she sticks me, and she goes, Fuck, it blew right through. <laughs> so she just, like, basically popped a vein and ruptured vein, and But she did it so quickly, didn't dig, and brought it out. Like, my standards were so low. Right. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's fine. She goes, you know what? I heard what happened before. I'm going to go get the head nurse in charge. She's going to put it in you. You're going to be fine. Head nurse found a vein right here. Took her just a little, not digging, but like she goes along the side, put it in, didn't hurt at all. Could bend my elbow. Totally good. Six tries, two IVs, and then plus blood work. Dude, I was a pin cushion.
1: I. I'm going to puke just hearing about that, dude. That is fucking gross. Oh, my God. So this reminds me me of a story. You were saying, like, you don't mind being stabbed, don't mind needles, all that stuff, right? No, obviously, Um,
0: like, it's not fun, but, like, that initial, eh, and then you're like, okay, it's over.
1: You saw how squirmish I got Mm -hmm. just from you telling me about it, right? Um, When I was in the Army, I actually joined as a medic. Okay, I joined to become a <laughs> medic, because I, I was like, I'll, I'll become a medic. Maybe I'll become a paramedic after the mm-hmm. military. I'll get a skill that'll apply to civilian world, right? And um, so I get through basic training, get through going to medic school. Um, and we gotta stick people with needles, bro. You think I was grossed out from you just telling me that? You should have seen me trying to stab these guys. I was like, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this. Yeah. I was like, I'll take any other job. Literally yeah. any other job. I'll it's take.
0: <laughs> it's. Cr- I talked to Vegas afterwards because he was super nice. but he goes, I heard. He's like, I heard whispers I was like, <laughs> of what you had like a surgery. I'm like, I mean, yeah, I had an epidectomy. which is crazy because when the first time I went to the Laughing Tap after the surgery, um, Caitlin who runs it was like. My friend just had an appendectomy. And then last week when I was at uh, the improv, Ton came in. He's like, I had bacterial appendicitis. Like, means it was just getting bigger and smaller, bigger and smaller. I'm like, did you have to get it out? He goes, no. I'm like, I'm like dude, what's in the fucking water here? Um, it's new crazy. COVID.
1: Yeah, well... I feel like it's one of those things that it's pretty common because I've, I've worked with a lot of people that I'm like, have you, had, you know, like as a personal trainer just throughout the years had any surgeries? And like appendix is pretty common. And yeah. it's one of those things that we, I feel like probably you don't anymore because you've experienced it, but you take for granted because had this been a hundred years ago, you're dead. You're fucking dead. You're dead. And a horrible death. A horrible, horrible death where your guts are literally getting poisoned internally for a while.
0: It's crazy, and I take for granted—you take for granted your health, too, even if it's not great now, but just the The last month, I've gone insane. Granted, my job—half my job is to train people and move and exercise, and then the nightlife, the stand-up comedy, I'm like— I'm so tired, I can't do anything. Can't I can't drive anything. a car. I can't go anywhere. Like, I'm just stuck here. So, for a month, I did nothing. And you're like, I can't wait to just simply move, like, stand up, feel good. It not hurt when I, like, pee or stretch too far. My bowel movements are not like, it's crazy. It kind of How much you appreciate,
1: like... I just want to move the ability. Yeah. The ability, like your body and like being in good shape, you do take for granted because like, or like, I mean, everybody does, I feel like, but it kind of makes I feel like it'll help you relate to a lot of clients in the future. People who don't have like, maybe they're morbidly obese. Maybe they have oh, super absolutely. intense issues, like mobility issues where it super causes them super pain. So you'll know kind like, of what that pain is like. Yeah. And what, how maybe lost and like, down they feel because like you've now experienced feeling like hyper vulnerable you know do you feel you feel helpless i mean like the only thing i can compare what you said that to is like when i had food poisoning Mm -hmm. because like i was just beside myself useless i was like i kept thinking i was like dude if somebody comes into this hotel room right now wanting this it doesn't matter who they are they'd fuck me up exactly and i'm just like man (laughs) i don't like that feeling
0: (laughs) and I keep downplaying it. Like, granted, we've talked for an hour about really? the surgery. Yeah, um, and you being in the military. Um, <laughs> but I like my mom and my girlfriend be like, "You had it's technically considered major surgery. Like, they cut you open, yeah. they removed an organ." But in my head, I'm like, "Oh, it's just an appendectomy because we don't need our appendix." Like, oh, whatever. Like, I should. You don't be okay. need one of your kidneys. But I was like, I should be okay. Like, I kept telling them, I got out of the. When I got out of the surgery, the next day I was standing up and I was on fo- the phone with work, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll be back probably Tuesday or Wednesday," and they're all looking at me like, "No, <laughs> yeah. like, are you dumb?" I'm dude, so, like, I'm the same way you are though. But that's right but that's like, my I, like I, mentality. Is like doing. I like I'll be fine. Like people have had way worse, but I mean, it was bad. Like I had poison car- coursing through my dude, body. Dude, that's fucking and wild. The best way to put it, like, with how much you want to move and you're at it, like this week. My energy isn't, like, my By energy, I mean, strength isn't there for my usual workouts where I'm working out my full workout myself. I'll work out with a client, and then I'll do cardio and core at the end of the day. Like, that's not happening no, for another yeah, two weeks. Yeah, But think of it like when you're sick, you got a stuffy nose, you can't sleep because you're just like... Yeah. Story of my life every night, dude. And then you're just like, dude, if I could just breathe through one nostril, I'd be great. And then finally, like, if I could just once i'm healthy i'm you're in the greatest mood like life is in color again yeah like, you got all the energy in the world the minute you can breathe like you slept well you wake up you're not like trying to get like a snot ball out of your nose shit like that but you have all the energy in the world it's like that times 10 when you for a month because like, for a month i haven't done anything oh, people jake having acl surgery and not be on the move for like two months I or know. six weeks or whatever and him finally rehabbing it where we can actually go skiing now and stuff like that. Like it's so, gonna feel amazing. Yeah,
1: I guess like yeah, that's uh, I'm curious to see how that goes. That'll be awesome. Yeah, but he like, tore it last year. He's fine. Okay. All right. Yeah. But like with you, are you a little nervous going skiing? I mean yes, you're gonna be I'm, elevation little, n- as well.
0: Yeah, the elevation might scare me more. I don't know if it's like all of a sudden I'm just gonna pop. <laughs> but
1: well yeah, like I'm just thinking about the I got the full the... clear, so okay.
0: that's a good peace of mind. Um I went snowboarding Saturday okay. this week felt fine afterwards yes I was I felt actually really good no pain yeah. nothing and I finally have like proper equipment like goggles so well, I can doing cardio
1: so, is probably one of the better forms of exercise well to they, they do told right me I could it. do cardio to comfort
0: basically after two weeks yeah but I was like I have no energy and so right. I would like walk on it I would walk on a treadmill at like a 1.5
1: yeah. That's and nice like, That's that your now. lady also is like in the nursing background, so she's like you know, I I think about some of my ex girlfriends and trying to pick their brain on what would be a good thing to do and they'd just be like, I don't know, maybe just uh you know, not do anything, curl oh, up she's, in a ball. She's great. <laughs> like,
0: she's it she doesn't think what she says gives me peace of mind, but it definitely does and I value her opinion a lot on what yeah. she says and she's like She's an absolute sweetheart because she does like research for me. She's like, uh-huh. all right, this is that. I'm like, that's great. I'm just the kind of person I'm like I want to hear from like 90 people that I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah. And so like, I have a client who's a doctor, and then her being a nurse, and then my actual doctor. I'm like, between the three of you all being like, you should be okay. I'm like, okay, we're good. Yeah
1: man yeah no, i'm a big I, I'm, second
0: opinion person
1: i love oh yeah i i'll ask multiple people like i was i, I thought i had a hernia today um actually it's funny like i was asking people at work i was like Do, Can you, do you feel think? this <laughs> uh, yeah i was like sitting there and i'm like literally going like this yeah on my couch at work i'm like it doesn't really hurt right here and then uh they're like where does it hurt i'm like like on my testicle and i'm like like right on your testicle and then we kind of got to the point after about half an hour instead of a hernia we think somebody just kicked me in the nuts during yeah, jiu-jitsu and I didn't chance. feel yeah. feel it during practice yeah. <laughs> afterwards I was you'll, like oh, I just got hernia, kicked in the nuts
0: from what I've learned and looking up you'll feel a bump it's like a very so soft so everybody said my and testicles just and if you lay tender. down and that bump goes away then yeah it's probably a hernia
1: but do you think I have cancer um no that's good. Um,
0: I thought I had testicular cancer last year, and I checked my nuts so much that I had so much pain in them. Yeah. And when I you're got just checked out, it was, it was a. I have it as a bit. It's the longest bit I have. Um, I checked them so much that I had to go to the doctor and pull my pants out in front of a lady, and she goes, "All right, um, I don't feel anything. Can you show me where you think this lump is?" and I made a motion with my testicle that made my female doctor go, hey, don't fucking do that. I go, what do you mean? She goes, they're not supposed to move like that. You're feeling the very top of your testicle, which you think is the side because you have it fucking upside down. Oh
1: my God, dude.
0: And I was like... You can't play with that. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm also someone who's just, I work myself up like we had a cancer scare in our family. And so I was like, immediately I'm like, I have testicular cancer. And I learned that um, once you hit 25, you have a very significantly low chance of developing testicular cancer. Once you hit 25? Yeah. 25, 25 it- and older. They're like, you probably don't. It's probably not. testicular. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: It's younger than yeah, that.
0: It's you. It's, it's a young person's like really? cancer. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. And you're like 52. So you're fine. <laughs> How dare you, first of all. I'm 32, and I'm in
1: I'm in phenomenal shape, yeah, okay? Shape <laughs> well, especially right now, yeah. you're coming off a of death's door, dude. Yeah. And so, I guess, like, uh, what's, has it changed any part of you, your, this sounds kind of gay, saying out loud, uh, but, like, your mentality, your mindset, yeah, like, your approach time, to like, life? The big one
0: is appreciating the fact that I
1: can move. Yeah. And...
0: I've been like this just in general lately. I think in the last two years I've matured a lot as a person. I'm like going for things I want to do, whether it's stand up or just like admitting, like, yeah, oh, I want to spend time with my friends. Like,
1: I don't need to be like. Well, you're oh, full on grown up now, man. Yeah, yeah. it's well, no, I'm not. But well, <laughs> I mean, legally, eight, you know, you're why, out of school. Wise, yeah. out of school, you're living on but your own. But it's
0: like go. I mean, I I don't think I almost died. Some people say I almost died. Um, I mean, you would have been dead in another time. I could have if I, I would have waited another. I could have gone into good sepsis. good thing you ate that red meat, I, Yeah, That's I could have gone mild. into sepsis. That's what they were worried about. But I don't know, just like go do some stuff. Um, be very happy and appreciative that you can move the way I do. I can move the way I do. Yeah. I'm like now training myself, which is nice. Like it was my goal to get back into like a certain shape. Like I put on weight, but I was like – i want to be lean i sure. want to keep the weight but i want to look i don't want to
1: leave <laughs> i got
0: fucking lean but i i look like the pillsbury Doughboy. um for a while i looked like a, a meth addict pillsbury yeah, Doughboy. like I, you survived just wait, got out of the, Auschwitz. all the bruises on oh, me from man. all the needlings <laughs> the heroin um, addict but yeah no yeah. just i'm very happy i decided i was hesitant to go on this trip for financial reasons just stupid i can like i can afford this trip that i'm going on tomorrow sure. um but i'm so happy now was like go spend time with your friends yeah. go have fun go yeah, yeah. Money move, exercise back. you can pick up an and extra shift the importance i put on exercise and core strength yeah. um now is insane or yeah. like and because i'll have clients i'm like listen i can't i couldn't lift my trash bag up because someone poked me in the stomach in my core like you guys we need to work on this like i know you hate it but like dude
1: honestly i feel like this is gonna help you relate with so many clients that are just coming in off the street like one thing that like i've had a hard time that you know like i i feel like as a trainer i'm personable enough like where people you know people know that i'm not judging them or anything like that but i've like i've never not been in shape Yeah. And it's not like it's not like a vanity thing. It's not like that. It's like it's a form of mental health for me because Mm -hmm. I I know I'm like a little crazy and I know I need to like exercise myself to exhaustion to get those demons extinguished as much as I can. Um, But like as like I've noticed with clients or like potential clients talking to them over the years uh, in like a training relationship, like I can't understand um, what it's like to not be able to move my body you know yeah. I, I I don't know what like other than that food poisoning one day yeah. like moment I like I've always been active I've always been mobile and I uh, like from the time I was a, ch- a child and you know and I'm 32 now so it's not like I'm an old fart but like you know but like I'll have clients come in uh off, uh, off the couch, like who are like 40, 50 or have never exercised before. Yeah. And like sometimes more in the past, like we just didn't see eye to eye because we were coming like from two different worlds, yeah. you know? And they would gravitate towards cl- trainers that maybe dealt with injuries, dealt with weight issues themselves yeah. because they were more, they related more on those like uh, mental hurdles, which yeah, totally makes sense. But I feel like you as a trainer is, it's going to help you. Like so much, just relate to people oh. to feel like, dude. Yeah, I know what it feels like to feel helpless and not be able to do it, not even be able to lift ten pounds. Like, but I also know, but I also know where I'm like, hey, you're you're being a bitch at this right, point. Right, right. Like and you have no, excuse, like yeah. you have
0: every capability to move. You should be moving. Like there isn't an excuse. Like with Rachel making you go on the walk. Exactly. A part of me was a little concerned. Like this hurts right now. And she's <laughs> like, you're fine. <laughs> but, but then once you got moving, then well, you by, felt fine. And that was the thing. Is like. It for a while it was like, <coughs> honestly like I would pee, and then like right, just right here be mm, like me. I couldn't stretch. I'm like it doesn't feel good that to walk. But then as I move more, it just go away, and then I was totally fine. And so it was basically just like you got to get used to. Part of me thinks it was like they were they were still flushing the shit, the contrast and whatever out of my system. Yeah, because dude, also the medical bills i'm about to have They're i know stupid
1: <laughs> yeah you went to madison and you got and you got sent to the hospital overnight you're, you're gonna be in debt for the rest of your life and no. you're a personal trainer so yeah you're gonna be in debt for. The thank rest of your god life. <laughs>
0: i don't have any student debt how um i have a very wonderful family oh wow okay yes. cool nice, um, hey
1: man that's every parent's dream so. yeah <laughs> and cool. uh
0: the medical bills are gonna suck for sure. It's uh, dad C- help <laughs> CT scans. Um, yeah, that's gonna I, be rough. Three of
1: them, dude. At least you had insurance, though. Yeah, I mean, like I, I'm not gonna lie. I literally signed up for. I haven't had health insurance for over a year. Signed up for it the other day. And I was mad at myself after I signed up for it because I made such a big anxiety thing in my head about like signing up for it and then having to spend like hundreds of dollars every month just to mm-hmm. be covered for something I'm not going to use. That might not happen. I qualified, I pay $120 a month. That's not uh, bad at all. Complete health insurance, yeah. complete dental, uh, complete vision, mental health, and I have a $0 copay for $120 a month through Obamacare. Like, it was the easiest fucking thing I've... Done. I was mad that I, like, procrastinated so much, you know? But I was just like, I need... I was like, I'm 32. I need to have needed. health insurance. For, your, for Ollie's sake. Uh, well, Ollie has insurance through his mom. Yes, uh, but, like... Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, for keep, my... So you don't so go I'm, homeless, and then you yeah, the guys' no, play dates aren't under the bridge. Yeah, that's me. true. <laughs> Dude, he did, there's this homeless guy that lives by our house who always hangs out under this bridge on 1st Street uh, from Walker's Point into yeah. Bayview. And... um. So he, <laughs> Every time we pass the bridge, he's like, "The guy's out, the guy's out," because he's a pretty good artist. Like he yeah. draws all over uh, under the bridge, and he's like, "What's he drawing today? What's he drawing today?" Oh, dude, that's our guy. Okay.
0: <sighs> well, I'm glad I'm not homeless. Yeah, we got to wrap I'm glad this you're up because okay, I got. Oh, yeah. No, you're good. I have to pack. I haven't touched a single thing for this trip yet. Yeah, man, be safe, dude.
1: Yeah, be safe. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. Um, do we? What do we do?
0: Do we send it? Um, I want to keep doing the twice baked. Once I get the second lapel, i like, we got, we're halfway there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no rush. I'm doing it again. Do it. Like I, this stuff is, is fun too. I like that is, doing this. Oh, I love Just this. Chilling. This, that that is my goal this year is, um, self promotion a little better and doing Damn, me this. Too more consistently but this last month has been a little tricky
1: he had a good excuse i know i had a bunch of buddies ask me like whatever happened to toy spectrum like the guy almost died uh i think he's aids i don't know what's going on um he's got sickle cell or something
0: so i'm in the clear and uh as long as i don't break anything on this trip knock on wood
1: we'll be back at it cool we're in the clear we're in the steer we're a little queer and uh i will see you later Amir. Absolutely. All right, bye. Thanks, buddy.